Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? The 203rd time. 203rd, yes. 203rd time. I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Doing the IG Live thing again. 50 fucking people. I love it. Um, nice. Nothing like those live alerts, man. They, just, they, just, they, just, they bring all the boys to the yard. Um, <laughs> anyways, we uh, it's we're getting close. Preseason's over. Hey, was the, uh, was the intro music I'd, sped up? I'd forgotten that there's only three preseason games. And here we are with only three preseason games. That's great. Just fucking fine by me. It just leaves us with like two weekends without football. Like a weird... Yeah. Oh, no, we got football this last weekend. Then not next weekend, but the weekend after. Oh, we, good, got, right? we, got, we got football this weekend. We got, we got football. Yeah, but it's like college football. Yeah, the superior yeah. of the two. Yeah. Pass. Hard pass. Um, anyway, so we are we are going to be talking about, uh, well, Jimmy. Briefly touch on Matariza. Um, there's going to be at least eight to 12 tangents. Um, Aaron Donald swinging helmets. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees are going to come up oh. for a little bit. But in like you'll just hear those from Trevor's orgasms. Um, I, thought I, was, I thought I was muted. My bad. <laughs> Odell to the Giants, uh, and then we'll read a review. We will. But that's not we'll, official, is it? What? Odell? No, he's he's but he he said yeah, we'll okay. There. You, I mean, the way you said that was it was like I missed something. Oh, sorry, I I didn't I, I didn't Ron okay. Burgundy Odell to the Giants. Odell to the Giants. Odell yeah. to the Giants. That's better. Um, okay. and then, and then we're going to try and patch together a backup QB draft where we just draft backup quarterbacks. We were going to do this anyways. And then, uh, Jimmy came back, re re signed, restructured. I begged Browns, I begged Doug uh, to put as much into like his all his influence with the Browns into, into acquiring James Garoppolo, but uh. He's back. That he didn't have a playbook all season, all off season. Didn't go to meetings. Didn't go to practices. Practices practice on the side field. Limited interaction with anybody in the building. And now he's the backup quarterback. And and this is a good thing. Are you, do you like this move? There's. And there's a lot to it. There's so much to it. Because now you have your young quarterback looking over his shoulder if he starts playing bad. Like you didn't have the best showing, right? Last time. Okay, so let's start. Let's let's we'll go bullet point by bullet point. Let's start with Trey Lance's performance in the preseason. Okay. Um they didn't run him at all. 
So there was no read option stuff. There was no using his legs. The one time he ran, he scrambled for like a yard and slid and everybody was just kind of like massive exhale. So, but like in practice, he ripped off like 65 yard runs, 40 yard runs. Like his legs are going to be a huge component of who he is as a quarterback. And it's going to keep the defenses really on their toes. Um, the other thing, Shanahan does not game plan for the preseason. And Shanahan's one of the best game planners in football. So not too worried there. Um, he's going to be inaccurate. And like I was going back and forth with somebody in my DMs earlier. And he's like, Jimmy only throws 10-yard passes and and Trey Lance this and Trey Lance that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I like I like Trey. I'm glad they drafted him. I also like Jimmy and I, you, it's possible to have hold both of those thoughts in your head. Um, but I'm not worried about his preseason stuff. The accuracy is the only thing I'm, I'm mildly concerned with, but that's a, that's a, that's planned for like, that's, I'm aware that the car does not come with cup holders type of, like, I saw it. I've, I'm fully aware. I'm prepped for some errant passes, a few more picks than than we probably need. But I don't think he needs to do a ton for the Niners to be a really good winning team. And I think Shanahan thinks that as well. Um, what was so, the other part? So this is a good thing? You happy? Okay, if Jimmy Garoppolo was sitting there as a free agent and you're not happy with Nate Sudfeld and you're kind of happy with Brock Purdy, but like Jimmy knows your offense and he's just sitting there for some reason as a free agent and you can get him for six and a half million dollars plus a $500,000 roster bonus plus incentives if he's the starter that get him up to 15 million. That's a, I mean, like, why wouldn't you go get a really good backup quarterback? So the team is deeper for it. It is now a more talented team than if Nate Sudfeld was the number two. Um, but it's the, the psychological aspect of, uh, there's Jimmy. We could always go to Jimmy. We yeah, know what we got with Jimmy, and I mean, this goes back to Shanahan has never said one bad word about Jimmy. No, it's he, it's like this. It's like a long term relationship that just like you know, just didn't get there, and then you move on and and marry, you know, the next one really quickly, but you still maintain a really 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 good relationship with the ex. Yeah, it's like, and like that's, that's a that's a great analogy, and I'd I'd be more specific. It'd be like if one of the if if half the couple was always traveling for work, like everything's great, sure. but they're always traveling for work, and work in this instance is Jimmy's injuries. He's just not around all the time, right? And yeah, or like didn't or like didn't want kids or something, right? Like it's just not around all the time. It's harder when he's not around. Right. There's fucking yeah. kids running all over the place. The fucking one kid's fucking doing heroin, like all sorts of shit's going wrong because dad's on the fucking road all the time. 
When he's home, fuck Brady Brunch. Yeah. When he's on the road, fucking Manson family. Right. Right. So so get the divorce. Get divorced you know, and go marry find this, marry marry a young stud, but you know, he's right. really pretty bad with the kids. <laughs> right. Not really into the kids much. It's, it's, you go and marry, <laughs> get divorced, go marry a younger guy uh, who just is, who drinks and is kind of erratic. <laughs> he wasn't quite ready for marriage, but like, you know, he you make a lot of money, and he thought he was gonna. Anyways, you, we get where we're going here. He, um, he stays home. He stays home, but like he's not very good at his job. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like he might uh, he might have a podcast that he does in his garage. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, but he, you know, he was a he's a bartender. He he works part time so that he can take yeah. care of the kids in the afternoon. Right. Um. And maybe dumb. he runs a meme page. Who knows? <laughs> you know. But yeah. he's he's there. I mean, he's there every day, and nobody else is gonna fuck him. There's a lot of potential um, once he grows up, and and matures. Like you know, sky's the limit with him. But he's just not there yet. He's like he's he's, young. he's 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 really like he's not aging really at all. Like I mean, just a, like a little no. bit of gray hair. Yeah. But all the potential for the, most the world. Part, I mean, just... like the body's falling apart a little bit. But like it was yeah. never the reason you were with him in the first place. But like you know. We're talking about me. Oh. He's <laughs> <laughs> a little short, but you know, like makes all I mean, up five nine's fine, you know? I mean, if you're five three <laughs> and he's five nine, it's like, you can wear your heels. Like he's not six foot, you know? Jimmy. Um so I mean, so that's that's the scenario. I hope my wife can hear my half of the conversation right now. <laughs> through the floor slash ceiling um so the the issue so again they have they they kyle likes jimmy the team likes jimmy the only reason they were able to pull this off drafting his replacement telling him to fucking basically kick rocks go find a fucking trade partner um and then having him like show up weirdly this would be like this would be like old dad, uh, you know, the dad that travels showing up to mow the lawn. Like, bro, we don't, yeah, we don't need that. You can, you, ha- you should have your own house, like in LA, that you don't need to come here. Um, yeah, he's got a, he's got a cool apartment downtown, but like, comes by to make sure his garden still is good, right? You know, like the new guy's it. not striping the lawn the way that it's supposed to be, and it's like right. he's he's not, be precise. Yeah. He's not fixing the sink, right? Yeah. Um. So. There's there's the 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 bromance between Jimmy and Kyle that is hanging over this. And but this is Kyle's hand-picked quarterback. Could have had Mac Jones, could have had Justin Fields, fucking Trey Lance. Here we are. So I'm not like if if Kyle were to move off Jimmy, sorry, if Kyle were to move off Trey, it would signal a huge failure on his part. Oh yeah, Kyle Shanahan doesn't seem like a guy who fucking often admits failure. No, no. So I'm not. So I mean, I'm what's, what's the scenario? There's going to be a here? short leash with Trey, right? Like, what's the scenario? Because we're, we're thinking they're trying to like you know do right by Jimmy, and 
right? They're doing the right thing by letting them kind of use the facilities, but they're not letting them in because they don't plan on keeping them around, right? So what? So then Trey Lance has a seemingly subpar outing, and you know, you know, young or, dad gets young dad gets blackout drunk with his friends and and sleeps on their couch, and you know. Dad's here, you know, 6 a.m. next morning fixing the sink. Yeah, I think that the... And the love is still there. I mean, the I, love never went anywhere. It just wasn't, wasn't working I think, out. I think that the Niners believe the rest of the roster is good enough to carry Trey Lance. And, it's, and it is the best roster... That the Niners have ever, the Niners have had in a very long time. Like, right? You, but do you do think this is Jimmy? Like, hey guys, I'm I'm down. No, I like. Do you think he turned down offers from other teams? No, I think nobody was going to pay him. Is what twenty five? What's was he making? Was was he going to make twenty five million? He was going to. He but I mean, like, he would have taken if somebody was going to trade for him this was the deal that they would that he would ask for somewhere else right so the trading form just and then renegotiating the contract wouldn't have been a problem here's the other thing this now makes jimmy more tradable the cap hits lower um the niners don't oh, okay. have this the niners don't have this weird deadline of like where they have to cut him right so now, now the leverage that all these other teams thought they had over the Niners, because they're like, no way you can bring him back to have him looking over Trey's shoulder. Um, and the Niners are sitting here going, no, it's fine. We'll just fucking restructure his deal. You know, say, get the cap money, like save $18 million under the cap. And uh, on top of that, they've removed the leverage that an acquiring team might have. And also they buy themselves... When's the trade deadline? Like week seven, week eight, some shit like that? Something like that, yeah. Week six. There's eight yeah, weeks for I, somebody to fucking blow out a shoulder, break a collarbone. Yeah. Um, you know, have Aaron Donald fucking break their face with a helmet. Um, <laughs> it was just practice. It's okay in practice. It's okay in practice, yeah. Well, it all wasn't, these you know, things all these things are possible. So the salt. Niners have kind of opened that door as well as they've they've extended, they've bought themselves an extra eight weeks of and a ton of leverage. Because they they don't have any reason to to trade Jimmy, he's on the team, he's the backup, and that's fine. If Trey struggles and the Niners are winning, I don't think they move on from Trey. That's the design of this year's team: is sure. let Trey learn on the job. The team will carry him like that, like Jimmy did in 2019, where very early the Niners defense was and run game was carrying and then later in the season you know they needed jimmy at new orleans they needed jimmy to be almost perfect against the seahawks in the last week of the season like he had you know some really solid games there for them um and the back half of 2019 and then they didn't really need him in the playoffs until you know they they could have used him in the super bowl um when he played fine in the super bowl he just didn't hit the one big throw um so that's the so so I don't think there's a the only time the I think the only way they pull the fucking ripcord is 
the defense isn't as good as they think it's going to be. Um, the running backs are, you know, the running backs get hurt. Um, like if the, if, if the season starts breaking down, I could see them going to Jimmy to, and Trey's playing terribly, like crushed by the pressure terribly. Then I could see, like if, if Trey looks scared out there, I could see them going to Jimmy. I don't think Trey's the kind of kid that gets fucking scared though. Like I'm not, I'm not terribly concerned with that. Um, so the downside is, could this impact Trey Lance? Sure. But if it does, he's probably not fucking tough enough anyways to be the guy we want him to be. So what's the fucking difference? That's, I mean, that's, that's the end result. If is, is, I think for me is if Trey is sitting there and cause I don't think Jimmy's going to be, you know, campaigning for his job. Um, Jimmy gets a nice payday. Jimmy's on the most talented team he could possibly be on uh, with the best play. Carly could possibly be that if he does get playing time, he's going to look good and he's going to set himself up for a deal. Oh, and the Niners also now by hanging on to Jimmy, they can either trade him midseason or if Jimmy leaves or when Jimmy leaves after the season, cause it's a no trade. There's a no tag clause and Jimmy's contract is up done. No more years on it that the Niners, if, if Jimmy signs a nice contract with the next team, which he will, you know, um, two years, 30, something like that, that, um, that, uh, the Niners will get a compensatory pick for it. So the Niners might end up with a fifth round pick and they get Jimmy as a backup for the season at a reasonable price and they get the cap savings. So it's like the only downside here is, do we find out the Trey Lance just kind of isn't mentally tough enough to hang? And if he can't do it with a guy like Jimmy, who's a, in the 15 to 20 range, probably in quarterbacks in the league, if Trey's not good enough to kind of like beat him out and and be the guy, then you know he probably wasn't going to be to begin with. So that's I get. So I, I think there's way more good than bad. It's a hell of an insurance policy, but I think the Niners aren't worried about Trey, and I think they will make it work. Okay. Okay. So that was. Let's see here. How long? That was just 18 minutes of me dragging my taint all over Trey Lance. Just all over. Trey. Um, I'm like going in and looking at, at the at the Jimmy 2019 season where in like in uh, in like week eight 317 yards, 136 rating, then 248 against Seattle in a loss, 424 the week after that with four touchdowns against Arizona, um, 253 and two touchdowns against Green Bay, 145 rating, 71% completion rate at Baltimore in a loss, 74% completion percentage, 
349 passing yards, four touchdowns. Jimmy had three, four touchdown games in that 2019 season. Like when he showed up, like when they needed him in the latter half of the season, he was fucking there. 248 against the Rams. And then the last game of the season, 18 of 22 for 285 yards, 180, 118 rating. No touchdowns, but they won the game. Fucking, he drove them down. They won the game uh, on the road in, in Seattle. Last game of the season. Got him the first seed. So if that that's the, the 2019 team is the blueprint. Fucking monster defense and let the quarterback catch up. So that's the goal. This is how um, we do it. Uh, Matt Ariza, buddy. What a fucking scumbag. I don't think we need to. I don't know. I haven't really, I didn't really dig into it, but like what, what it's, it's 17 year old. So he admits, three, he admits so... having sex with her on a, they have him on a recorded phone call. On a recorded phone call, him. admitting to the sex. Right. Um, and, uh, but then, like, he realized that he was being recorded, and all of a sudden, he's like, "This is Matt Horizon. I don't know what's. I don't." And he like he gave like his kind of like, "I have no idea what you. This is Matt Horizon. I have no idea what you're talking about." And that's kind of like when the call ended, apparently. Right. Right. Um. But there is. I mean, this scenario was fucking terrifying in college. Not like I was worried that I was going to rape somebody, but that like we would, there's this one local chick from, right. Like, there's one local chick from Santa Barbara that I was messing with. And, you know, we're, we're bullshitting one day and she's like, oh yeah, me and my friends used to come down to fucking DP that when we were 16 and I'm like, oh fuck. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, that happens all the and, time. So, um, a 17 year old girl being at a frat party, not entirely surprising. Um, definitely not. Uh, don't need to rape them just because they're there. Um, right. So with other, again. with other people right. helping Take, you and, and apparently yeah. like ripped out body piercings and like, like just fucking gross shit. Um, yeah. And then like his dad put out a statement today. That's like defending his son. And he's like, we're all being canceled. Like, bro, your son's accused of fucking rape. Like, you don't need to fucking statutory rape. You don't need to. You don't, well, you don't, both rape and statutory. Rape. Right. You don't need to fucking try and like bring out cancel culture as like the fucking boogeyman here, dude. Like, just take your fucking lumps right now. Um, well, I mean, I guess, I guess, but, but, and I, I'm not trying to be very clear. I'm trying to look at everything with a very non, non prejudiced perspective right seeing both sides i've also been to plenty of parties in college where and even in high school where there are girls there sometimes more than one sleeping with multiple guys at that party sometimes at once yeah i've there's a there's a real fun story about two people you know where they were just 
there were it was like over the course of a weekend and like the one girl was like staying in our house and she was just going back and forth between the two bedrooms it was like there's that but then there but then there's like the like getting a train run on you sure sure and that happens yeah and i mean like but that's fine as fucking go do what you want girls but rapes different Right, but but what but what's not to say that this wasn't something that that you know was was invited and then and then regretted after the fact, right? So that's what I'm saying about the details. I haven't heard much, but whenever I do hear things like this, I I go directly to yeah, that's there are people there are there are certainly men out there, and maybe more so than not um, in this kind of scenario that are perpetrating that. But there are also women out there doing it. Yeah, I tend and to. That... I, I I tend to like the next. That I'm not sure we're 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 seeing enough, uh, you know, false accusations. To yeah, yeah, like there's just not. <clears throat> Anyways, it's and then, it's, you, and, uh, and then you, you see the it, bills kind of they knew about it right. The, well, yeah, and the they, bill's fucking knowing about it, right? Yeah. Right. This and happened cut, over a year ago, right? They cut the other guy, they and then to. this comes out. It comes out that they knew about it, and then they cut him. That doesn't seem as though they're <clears> cutting <throat> him because of something they did. They're cutting him because it came out. Yeah. Oh, the bills absolutely were... Um, I mean, maybe, maybe there's some exculpatory evidence that fucking Ariza has or something that but like what they've they were played the phone call where he was like yep had sex with a 17 year old kind of thing and they just like they were they were they apparently knew of that phone call and still kept him around right which is a really fucking weird thing to do but they knew of that and 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 again this happens where there are underage girls at parties but at this point when you're somebody like that now given he is a punter and this is san diego state Right. This isn't Ohio State, Texas, uh, Notre Dame, Michigan. This isn't these aren't, you know, Oklahoma or, you know, Alabama, LSU. These aren't like big stars at a big school that literally need to have people vetted. That are, you know, that they go to parties with, especially girls. Right. This is the punter at San Diego State. I, I this celebrity punter, Matt Ariza. Sure, like you know, he was what do they call him, punt god or something? Yeah, right? he was. Like he, he was. He was basically their entire offense. Yeah, I mean, he was. He was the star of that team, so right. I get it. But this is a. These are parties where, you know, these football players are probably aren't as aware, or or care, for that matter, because they don't think their careers are, right. Yeah, they don't think they'll ever be in the spotlight. Him, you know, being a star like that, knowing he's probably going to the NFL, he should be better than that. But he's probably not surrounded by people thinking that way. I Again, mean, I'm not, I'm not defending this, but, but uh, there are certainly underage girls that are going to frat parties and engaging in all sorts of behaviors with men in their early twenties. Yeah, and that's again, that happens. Just... Right. Right. So that's, what I'm, so that's what I'm so that's what I'm saying. So so right, but so them knowing about that, 
right, isn't necessarily, they may have known about that phone call and about, hey, there may have been an underage girl at a party that he slept with. Then right. there's the rape shit. They go, yeah, uh-uh, we didn't know about that. Right. Right. Or, I mean, no. they, they may don't even have to know about it. That, yeah. and, it and it could be, it could be false. But, but to them, it's like, we, it's we okay. can't. Also, it's a punter. And like. Right. You, you, you don't need a lot of reason. Like, this isn't fucking. Like, you can understand the Browns going through some fucking jumping through some hoops here for fucking Deshaun Watson. But for a fucking punter to fucking like open yourself right. up to this kind of fucking publicity. It's just fucking, it's like fucking malpractice. Anyways, I didn't want to fucking yeah. talk about, it. I just like, I didn't I, want to avoid it, but I also didn't want to fucking talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's well, one way or the other. Someone's, someone's a piece of shit and it sucks from, uh, or there's three people that are fucking. Yeah. The, um, from, from Matt Ariza, alleged criminal to, um, I mean, the thing with Aaron Donald is we have him on tape. And I mean, this is this is assault as far as I'm concerned. And uh, while we're while we're bringing up charges on on other people, I think while Miles, I mean, everybody was talking about like when it happened on Monday Night Football, that Miles Garrett was guilty of assault. Right. Right, Straight up assault. Indefinite suspension. And that was for one helmet. He got six games just per helmet. Dude, did you see? Like, did you hear it? Like, he made contact with another dude's helmet. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear it. I just saw it's kind of from a distance. Like, I don't know if there's more. Dude, tape. I you could like. Oh, I thought I could hear it, but then like you zoom in and you see the helmet in his hand flexing. Like he made good contact. Um, but he hit a guy. The difference is, you know, he hit a guy with a helmet on. Not right. Miles Garrett was swinging at a guy with his helmet off. And Miles Garrett um, was did like have time to realize it was off, right? Like that was he, I his, mean, his helmet fell off. He, he continued he, chasing him and swinging at him. Yeah, multiple swings, multiple contacts, or Aaron Donald though. I mean, both outrageous shit that shouldn't be tolerated. Um, but it is funny that it was all about you know Miles Garrett was should be arrested and, and uh charged with assault and Aaron Donald is just yeah it's just uh, preseason it's, there. Practice. it's practice yeah, you can't yeah. practice it's 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 healthy in preseason shows the passion I mean I listen I'm also of the opinion that the Browns quarterback has been suspended for 11 games and I also think Matt Stafford now should be suspended for 11 games this is Makes what happens sense. this is what happens when you break the law you know whatever happened to the Browns they lose Miles Garrett for six games and Deshaun Watson for 11 I think should also happen to the Rams uh, six games per helmet for Aaron Donald, which is twelve by my math, and and then eleven games for Matthew Stafford, and and which and makes 12. sense because one extra game suspension for Aaron Donald over Matt Stafford at least would let the league posture itself in a way that says we don't condone helmet swinging. Aaron Donald might have rage issues. I think we should also. Yeah, like, we've seen we've seen him choke some people. He's definitely he's definitely got some scraps. And in and Dominican Sue is sitting there going like, guys, what the fuck, man? This guy's a lunatic. <laughs> right. I don't want that guy anywhere near me. And Dominican Sue's like, calm down. I think it's just a game. <laughs> count backwards, Aaron, count backwards from 10. This is what we talked about. Yikes. Psycho shit. I mean, but football, a, I mean, 
uh, you know, guys that look like that physically are uh, typically on something. Just saying. That yeah. big, that big, and that and that rift. That's uh, rage oh, issues. Yeah, yeah. But it's 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 kind of the same thing. It's like there's all sorts of fucking fights all the time. But I mean, like Aaron Donald's fucking choking guys. Fucking, you know. Now he's swinging helmets. Like he's he's got plenty of shit that's on tape. Where. You know, if it was if it was a lesser player or a player with a different reputation, right? Um, not like, hey, we should be talking about Aaron Donald's the greatest, one of the top three greatest defensive players of all time. If if this was if this was Antonio Brown out there swinging helmets, we'd we'd be like, oh man, I'm really worried about that guy. Lock his ass up. Reggie right. White wasn't doing that. Reggie White was a pasture, <laughs> right? I was the same. Um, and and uh, so anyway, so I think the the twelve games for Aaron Donald, eleven games for Stafford. Um, you know, if they want to find Stafford five million, I'm okay with that too. It's it mostly it's the games thing for me. I think that's obviously the the biggest penalty you can put on a football player. So, uh, Roger Goodell, if you're listening, you know, uh, we can mount a public pressure campaign. This is the start of it to discipline the Rams for creating a culture unbecoming of the shield. So that's, um, and I, I wrote down here that Seahawks peg Gino and, (laughs) and that is such a different, I mean, that phrase has been He's been pegged as he's the he's pegged as the, the the opening day starter. He's been pegged as the number one quarterback. QB but one. in twenty twenty two to write Seahawks peg Geno, um, I just like to. It was it wasn't intentional, um, although it's probably it's probably what Geno feels like right now. It's or Drew Locke probably is the one that feels pegged right now. Out of, out of the so. two of them. Because the, the, yeah. the, the, the Seahawks could have asked for anything in that Russell Wilson trade. And they're like, we want you, Drew Locke. And then you can't come in and beat out Geno Smith. Right. Geno Smith, who we watched on national television play football last year. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember right here on this very pod, us being like, holy shit, Geno Smith is bad at football. And we couldn't have been the only people that said that saw that. He was bad. He's been bad. He was bad. But like, yeah, he has been bad. He was bad with the Jets. He's bad with the Giants. I think there's some other teams in there. And we saw him play with the Seahawks. He's bad. What did, and what did Gino do last year? And Jimmy was still out there. Well, they couldn't and... go get Jimmy. Like they'd have to have traded for Jimmy. And the the Niners not releasing Jimmy. Part of the calculus, I'm sure, was we don't want to see Jimmy week two. You know, they just not. We don't need that kind of fucking drama. Like you think about like protecting Trey Lance. Would you rather have psychologically, right? Would you rather have Jimmy as his backup, or would you rather Jimmy beat Trey Lance in week two? and outplay 
Trey Lance in week two. Because that's not unfeasible. I mean, it's like the, the Seahawks have receivers. Um, so I think part of part of that was like, hey, we don't want to make the, the division rival better. Um, what did G- Gino last year, 68% completion. Five, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't five touchdowns, one interception. It it felt like you played worse. It really did. The stats, the stats would would seem to suggest that he didn't have the a terrible uh, a terrible year. I hope. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I hope. I hope he's terrible this year. I hope. I, I you know. I take well, that we back. watched him. We watched him on TV. I watched him with my own eyeballs. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I'm. He must have rebounded because, like, I'm. I'm with you that like what game I, was that? Was well, that a Monday that, night game a, or like a? It Thursday might have been game? a. It might have been a Thursday night game where he came out and just did just nothing, no points. But I think he did okay in a couple of the other. Because how many? I mean, what's his name? Russ Wilson. Yeah. So there broke was, his there was, hand there was and missed how many games? Rams. Game against the Rams, he was ten of seventeen, hundred and thirty-one yards, one TD, one interception. Um. That's, I mean, that was his. That was his first game. Was his worst game, and then, yeah. uh, and then he turned thirty-one, and all of a sudden, like, he didn't play. And then, oh, there, there was a game at New Orleans or a home game against New Orleans where he's twelve of twenty-two. That wasn't great. Um, he had he had two bad games and two decent games, but like overall, he protected the football pretty well. He only threw the one pick. I mean, I. It's just the Seahawks. The Seahawks fucked that one up royally. And it's like, are they tanking? I don't know. I mean, that's what you do. I mean, if you're trying to tank, and Geno Smith is an option to start a quarterback, it's a good way to do it. Yeah. Very good way to do that. Jeez. Trading for Drew Locke was also a, a, a way to do it, um, and Drew Locke couldn't even beat him out. So Broncos, all the Broncos fans that swore up and down that Drew Locke was great, your boy just just wasn't able to fucking muster, pull it together to to beat out Geno, beat Smith. out Geno, world world renowned Geno Smith, um, famous bust. When did the Jets draft him? Like top ten, right? Gino? Yeah. He was uh or maybe he did fall, actually. I think he maybe he fell. Second round, 39th overall. Second round. Yeah. I thought he was you're okay. supposed to be good if you're a you're supposed to be a, an NFL starter if you're drafting. I mean, second. he was, you know, that year in college, he was one of the best college quarterbacks or the most hyped put it that way. You know, West Virginia. He was oh, yeah, hyped. he he killed it in college. Yeah. Yeah, like he was everybody looked at him and he thought he was, you know, top couple quarterbacks picked and, and he dropped big time. Who else was in that draft class? The fighting Genos. The the which draft? The uh I mean, that had to be like ten years ago at this point, right? He's thirty one. So yeah, yeah so? he just turned thirty one. So that makes sense. Drafted at twenty twenty one. So he drafted in twenty thirteen. Okay, yeah, nine years. 
Gino. Um, no, I think I think I think keeping Jimmy was was partly to keep him away from the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks were probably sitting there going, you know, we're not going to give up a second or anything like that for him because you're just going to release him. And then the Niners said, yeah, but fuck face. I think, and it's just not to spend too much time on the Niners, but um, the yeah. locker room, the locker room, I think also played a big role in, I think all of the yeah. teams that thought they were going to be able to just swoop in and sign Jimmy underestimated how strong the Niners locker room is and how much faith that Shanahan and Lynch have in the locker room to have this not be a big fucking deal. How much faith they've gotten Jimmy and Trey Lance that like, they're like, you know, we, when we told you we weren't, didn't have to release him, we weren't fucking bluffing. And here they are. Yeah. And that if, if, if the locker room is what they say it is, and it's very much, uh, your boys' team and and Jimmy is there like that. If, is there's probably not a better guy in the league to be a backup quarterback on that team, right? Wow! And, and you sit there and and work with uh, uh, why am I blanking on his name? With Trey Lance, you yeah. know, through the season, right? Like have that vet right there next to you, you know. I mean, that's got to be part of it. I mean, it, it's hard to believe that that kind of shit exists in in today's game, right? Like this is kind of a I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of obviously physical attributes, and and he is who he is, and you know it's a team, and and you know if Trey isn't good, that's a great fallback plan. But you know, is this a good guy thing? Is this a well? He's just such a locker room presence, and he's such a he's such a niner that we kind of gotta get him. We gotta keep him around. Yeah, I'm just glad he's not wearing some stupid fucking uniform like the Panthers or those that fucking was, highlight green fucking. He's too. Just handsome gonna say, that. just gonna say the pan, just gonna say the Panther thing. <laughs> Doug, yeah, I'll tell you. Doug, Doug, you just looked something up. I have a feeling you're looking at the 2013 draft. I am. It is truly the worst quarterback. Fucking awful. EJ Manuel was the first quarterback in the first round. Gino Second was... round, Geno Smith. Third yeah. round, Mike Glennon. Those were the top three quarterbacks in that draft. Wow. <laughs> Imagine fucking waking up the day after the draft and being like. Having being like, this is the guy that's going to turn our franchise around, and it's EJ Manuel, Geno Smith, Mike Glennon, uh, and the neck. Dude, look at the top 10 picks of this draft. They're all, I mean, there's one and a half players in there. You got what, Lane Johnson? And <laughs> it's Lane Johnson and Eric yeah. Fisher. Lane Johnson and Eric <laughs> Fisher. That's yeah. It. Two tackles. Wow. Good lord, this is this is a terrible draft. Is there anybody in there that became? I mean, Kelsey was drafted in the third round. Okay, yeah. Use check in the fourth. Um, that, DeAndre Zach Hopkins Hertz in the second. Zach Ertz in the second was pretty good. Is Travis pretty good. Frederick? He went to Cord- uh, Cordero Patterson. Le'Veon Bell in Allen. the second. But this is a good draft. Le'Veon Bell, was, uh, Le'Veon Bell was Michigan State, right? Yep. Um, Taron Matthews, third Taren. round. Dude, this was a really good tackle draft. Bakhtiari, Taron Armstead, Lane Johnson. Keenan Allen, did you say him? Yep, Keenan Allen and DeAndre Hopkins. And um, 
D Hop was Clemson, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's a really that's a good draft. Just nobody in the first. There's no fucking yeah. quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. Bak- Bakhtiari in the fourth for tackle. I've Micah Hyde. I've always liked. He's <laughs> he's fine. Anyways, huh, okay. um, twenty thirteen draft review. The uh, yeah, an impromptu twenty thirteen draft review. Huh. <clears throat> uh, Trevor. Yep. Odell Beckham <sighs> Jr. said he's leaving the door open. He's like, I told you I love that team. I'd, 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 uh, of course I'd want to come back. What do you think? I, I'm trying about to think. OBJ and Kenny Galladay wide receiver duo. Well, I go, okay. Well, the biggest thing, the biggest problem, it seemed from the Giants fan perspective and what was put out in Giants media was that he was a distraction and a locker room cancer. Now we find out later through his career that that's not the case, that he is beloved, right? And maybe it's the fact that he just happened to bring everybody on a fucking stupid vacation to Miami before a playoff game and we haven't been good ever since and nobody likes him for that. Who knows, right? But then I go, okay, but he's still very good. Um, and I won't lie, the talk that we've had on this pod makes me think a little bit better of him um, oh. than I did. I had, I, you know, the impression I had I was, it was definitely a fuck that guy. And I think, uh, 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 Doug, you share the same sentiment I do, right? Or did? I fucked that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Right? <laughs> but, so, like, so, I don't know if, he, so, if he's cheap. So, Trevor, you're saying in, it's so from the conversation. Here, here, here we are. We're, we're, getting, we're, getting, we're, getting a, we're getting a Super Bowl champion. We're getting right. a a more mature football player. You 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 assume coming off he's two prob- ACL injuries. He right 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 right. So he's not the you know he's a good addition. Um, like he was great with Cooper Cup. He made you know it's like who's the who's the number one receiver? It's actually Cooper Cup, but OBJ is a great distraction, um, and he's a threat. He'll give you a, you know a couple dynamic plays a year and a, and a couple big touchdowns and probably be hurt. Um, if he's cheap enough, and then I go, is there anybody still on that team from when he was? If there was a negative locker room presence, God, so I, I'm not sure. I don't, I, on the team? I, don't, I don't think there are many. I don't think there are many guys that are still on that team that played with Odell on the Giants. And so I go, you know what? If he's cheap enough, why not? Boom. I mean, he's not going to sign anywhere until he's healthy, right? Like, it's going to be a few weeks down the road into the season. So, Giants got to win some games, right? Doesn't he want to go to a winner? Or is he just – let's go back to man. NYC. He's a bag man at this point. Yeah. He's already got his ring. Like, he's just trying to get the bag. And so, that's why I go, I don't know about that, right? I'm not sure he's playing his heart out anywhere. But, I mean, like, he's not – I mean, doesn't does, I mean, doesn't he go to New Orleans? It's a little crowded down there. Jarvis and Michael like, Thomas play with his boy. Down there. Back, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure I'd want to be playing on turf if I was him. Back if in I could avoid state, it. yeah. Or you know, he seems like a good fit down in Tampa. I, uh, you know who I can see, you, know, you know I can see paying him a lot of money. The other team in New York, well, in the downstate ads. New York, 
the Yets or that's a big Yets move. Dude, the Bills um, would be the Bills would be a dope move. That'd be that'd be a nice move for him and for sure because they're a contender. Yeah, yeah, he'd look great in that fucking jersey. Same shit as the Giants throwbacks. So I'm saying, it's fucking yeah, look great. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, who knows? Odell's in New York. Not, he's definitely not signing back with LA. Is that a definite? I mean, I'm sure they like they want him back, but he's also a free agent, and they haven't. You know, I think they probably want to see him get healthy and you know, I, maybe why run around. Stay. That's I don't know. So I don't yes. know. I'm just not. A, I'm not a fan of these guys that. Uh, he's just he's going to be out there for a big contract. He's really not going to co- contribute too much. I don't think. I think the biggest thing that Odell brings. Well, how big of a contract play. can he get? He, he's not going to get a big contract right now, and like all, the only way he's going to get a big contract is if he's the team player contributor guy, and he's he's probably like, you know, he's probably not ever getting longer than a two year deal. The rest of no, his career. He's, yeah, no, he's definitely not, and he's so that's what I'm saying. Like, if he does what he should do, and he goes somewhere that already has a number one. And a really good one. Um, he takes some, you know, he takes some of that coverage. They have to pay a little bit more attention to him. And that's, I think, that's his biggest contribution to any team right now. Is everybody's got to pay a little bit more attention because he's on the field. Um, yeah, he should threat. just do the same thing he did last year. Kind of wait, to see, right? You know, look at the contenders out there and yeah, find take a spot. your time getting healthy. Because yeah. it's you know, I, it can't be a, I just it can't be a money move coming off get the injury. What, ten million? Was he thinks he's ten million a year? Or you think he's more? Well, he's gonna he's whatever he signs is gonna be for what eight games at the most. Yeah, pro it's gonna be prorated. Yeah, like it. It's money is he's not the everything he does this year. Just like this, Doug said, just like he did last year. Everything he did when he went to the Rams was designed around getting a big payday in the 2022 offseason. Problem is, he got hurt in the Super Bowl. He and he was having a great fucking Super Bowl. Like. Yeah, and he was, yeah. and and against the Niners the week before he went nine for 113 in the NFC Championship yeah. game, then yeah. two for 52 with a touchdown in the Super Bowl and tears his fucking ACL. Um, the uh, but yeah, he needs to. It's got to be. He he's 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 got to play this like a veteran wide receiver that's just like go be, go be a guy, go be a contributor. Make sure that you keep the I'm a good teammate thing going. Um, yeah, he's, and... he signs a, a contract with a bunch of incentives. Sure, yeah, and then the idea one year contract, finish out the season, hit free agency, and go do your thing. Yep, yeah, do it, try to do it again, right? <laughs> hey, win, just, win another it's, Super Bowl, it's, it's, yeah, right? Revenge tour, except just don't tear your ACL this time, yeah. And only you can only and you only have eight, eight games to do it in, so you could be a peak, you could be at peak physical condition halfway through the season where everybody else is, is hurt. It's go. actually a pretty good move. Uh, that's really good. That, that's when that the need is that that's supply and demand right there. Yeah, it's like if you, guys, highly recommend tearing your ACL in the Super Bowl and then fucking setting yourself up for that fucking midseason payday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, we did get a review. Nice. A five stars. Mm-hmm. Great football podcast, but. Two T's or one? Just one. Just one T? Okay. With three dots. 
Uh, he's so like, this is this is an, a relatively intelligent person then. He's setting the table here. Yeah. He even put, he even put a comma up there. He Oof. said he's he's great, but he's obviously not Raven Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco. I listen. I don't understand why we're getting knocked for me not being Joe Flacco. I literally tell everybody at the beginning of the podcast, I'm not Joe Flacco. Not Joe Flacco. I'm pretty open about the fact that I am not Joe Flacco. But I digress. Um, I don't know who keeps mixing them up. Also, it's too biased towards the Niners. Listen. The Niners just had the most fucking chaotic offseason, I think, of any team in the league. Okay. There's, there's not... Sh- okay. Second most chaotic <laughs> fucking... <laughs> second most chaotic... Throat. Second, second most chaotic offseason of any team in the league. Okay. <laughs> and, um, magic. Doug, you're fucking magic, dude. <laughs> And and listen, we're gonna fucking listen. If you got you got Jimmy, you got Debo, you got uh, fucking if Trey Lance gonna fucking make it. Um, you got all this shit. Is it all the drama? There's yes, there is a, a ton of drama around the night. It a dramatic offseason. How's that secondary looking though? Is that that's um, that's the that's the weakness, right? That's the. Sure. Well, they signed signed Traverse. The guy writes a review saying it's too biased to the Niners. We go off on a tangent (laughs) mid-review to talk about the fucking Niners secondary. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Yes. uh Um, uh, But uh, anyway, since you ask, uh, Traverse Ward is there to kind of like uh, be the number one guy that moves Emmanuel Mosley into where he's supposed to be. Jimmy Ward did tear his hamstring, and it's a really bad one. Um, so we're going to have two new starting safeties, except the Eagles just cut Jaquaski Tart. So maybe Jaquaski Tart's hopping on a plane, heading out to San Francisco and bring we'll him back. Have, and we'll, we'll run that back with the guy that didn't catch the interception that would have sent us to the Super Bowl. Um, anyways, but since you, but so that's why we talked about the Niners so much. So that's much. the Achilles heel, right? You're talking about that's the Achilles heel of the team this year, though. Uh, I mean, it's the we no, no, the 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 thing that will kill the team is the interior, interior O line. The the left guard started had played five snaps. The center, if it's Brendel, has only played like 260 snaps in his career, and it's a rookie right guard. And they're like actively working out guards right now. It's a fucking mess. It's a mess. Uh, anyways, um, and their team tier list. Wants good. I'll say was good. Um, he said, "How were the Steelers in the top half?" I don't. I don't know here, bud. I don't know how they got in the top half. I think it's coaching, and I think we trust that uh, the defense is going to be pretty fucking good. Um, and and there's two stellar looking rookies on that team, and I don't know. I've I've kind of learned not to count the Steelers out, man. Yeah, I think they're always pretty good. Yeah. Um, even anyway, with, but- even with. Without uh, homeboy starting, even with Trubisky, I think it's still a decent team. Trubisky apparently played fucking like lights out the other day, but it was also against the Lions, and it was you know preseason. Oh yeah, so no, he played see. really, he played the, really well. The Steelers, but then, quarterback thing is going to be super fucking interesting this year. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but besides I mean, that, I'd, I'd always, I always think Trubisky was going to have a good year. I was, I've been saying that since 
the yeah, the, you the have been. You've, been. you've been pretty consistent on that one. Bro um, Mitch. Anyway, so he says, besides that, the takes on football are pretty good, and it's definitely pretty funny. Keep it up with two exclamation points. I don't know why, like, three would be customary, right? Three. When you're really excited about something, it's like three exclamation points is the go-to, right? Nobody ever puts two exclamation points, either one or three. Well, you know, it was kind of a two exclamation point review. It was like a, it's like, you know, I, I get Yelp reviews like this, like five stars, you're like sick. And it's like, and they complain and they're kind of like, well, uh, uh, okay, well, thank you. Um, sure. Yeah. Right. So that, that's a, that's a two exclamation point review. So it's, actually, I mean, like it fits, if, it if I were, if I were going to give a rating to this review, four and a half, two stars. Stars. four and a half stars. I'll take, I it. mean, it's, it's great. Cause it's a five star review, right? But. Right. So it's it's equity for me, right? I mean, it's like yeah. we just we just picked up half a, you know, it's like getting an extra pick in the uh, in the draft. You know, it's like yeah, let's get an extra fifth rounder. There. It's an extra half a pick. Um, all right. Taint watch twenty twenty two. It's time to kick it off. So a few weeks back, I said that. Um, what did we call the Taint Watch segment last year? Did we just talk about Nacho's Taint? Was that? Yeah, I think uh, it was Nacho's we're, Taint. We're going to talk about Nacho's Taint right now. Um, Taint Talk was that what it was that what we called it? It was Taint Talk. <laughs> it was Taint Talk. Taint Talk. Talking, All right, talking Taint. <laughs> Bone to talk. Taint Talk. <laughs> Um. All right. A couple weeks ago, people were asking. I was I was answering questions because we're still in that part of the off season where the questions were still good. August is a terrible month for fucking reader questions. By the way, fucking awful. It's just bad month for fucking football, anyways. Um. Anyways, they asked me who the NFC playoff teams are going to be. And I said the NFC is wide open, but I basically said that the Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, and Rams were locks. And I got a bunch of DMs saying the Eagles are going to beat them. And I say, yeah, 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 but the Cowboys are going to like they're they're a top seven team in the NFC. Like even if they don't win the division, they're still going to the playoffs. I, you know the Tyron arms, the Tyron Smith tearing his fucking hamstring completely off the bone thing. That might Jeez. be on me. That hurts. Although that guy has a shitload of injuries. Yeah, that guy's had my... some gnarly injuries. I mean, you'd 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 think that the taint gods would take it <clears> easy <throat> on him, but no. Um, didn't he have like a back or neck issue that they thought was going to make him retire? Like I thought that guy, I thought he was done at one point. I mean, that's, you know, the Cowboys offensive line isn't, um, but like, here's the, I typed in Tyron Smith injury. First thing that pops up, Tyron Smith's injury, injury is the straw that might break the Cowboys season. Um, Dak Prescott parallels Tyron Smith's situation to chance he got from Romo injury. Is Dak really trying to be like, somebody's got to step up? I mean, what else are you going to say? Anyway, Cowboys fans, you're the, you may, you may or may not be the first victim of the taint this season. Taint talk. 
Put my oh, taint on you. Oh, I hope, man. I hope your taint's just like all over that shit. Well, I did spend just... 20 minutes fucking dragging it across the fucking Niner season. So uh, you do that. that though. Like that's it's kind of a diluted taint because you talk so much about the Niners that you're gonna taint at one point. Yeah, I mean something's gonna go wrong. It always does. It always does. I'm ready to get hurt again. Always does. All right. Yeah, you are. We're two weeks um, the season. Of course you are. Let's talk. Let's do a backup quarterback draft. Okay. Um. Can we get a list? You get a everybody. List? Everybody's name. Their starters, pretty much, right? So we know who's yeah. the starter. Uh, I'll, uh, oh, there's a, here's a, here's a CBS article, uh, Trev, if you want to look up some names, I was able to, I was able to write down about half the league's backups off the top of my head. Um, I did not get Tim Boyle with the lions. I did not yeah. get Stidham. Uh, I did not get Trevor Simeon or Cooper Rush. Uh, I put Kyle Trask down for the Buccaneers instead of Blaine Gabbert. Uh, did not get Kyle Allen. Did not get Josh Johnson. I did get Brandon Allen with the Bengals. That was amazing. I did not. He, get... he had a good preseason. Yeah, I did not get CJ CJ Beathard. Didn't get that one. Um, also, for the purposes of the draft, we're treating Joe Flacco as the backup, okay. uh, even though he'll be starting Week One. Brissett, backup. We, what's that? Jacoby Brissett, a backup, or is he? A We're starter? treating Jacoby Brissett as the backup. Okay. Um, how how deep are we gonna go here? <laughs> uh what do you think? Um, Five did, rounds where, that would get us through the top half. Where was where did Desmond Ritter play? Cincinnati. He's a rookie. Right. Okay. All right, five rounds. Five like rounds. It. The name I'm most interested in figuring out is seeing where they go is Jordan Love. Jordan. Jordan Love. We have right. Best or potential? He's high on the potential, I guess, right? But best? Well, I mean, that's, I'm just, you know, I'm interested in seeing where he goes. Well, okay. <laughs> do I normally I have a pen here? Did I, do I not have a pen? I got a Sharpie. Oh, um, I'm doing a podcast with a friend. Um, we have a rat down here. Oh, do you really? Nice. Yeah. Do you see him or? Did you no, see it? no. I, f- I mean, I like found his little fucking nest thing. So that was, but I, I, I'm not like actively looking at him. If I was, I, if I, if I'd looked over and there was a rat, you, I would have jumped for fucking sure. <laughs> um, not that I'm definitely afraid of them or anything but just like when there's a fucking strange critter fucking staring at me and i'm not expecting it yeah you'd see me make a move dude i um, a, a raccoon scared the shit out of me at work the other day i was throwing taking the trash out to the dumpster threw it in there and just as soon as the bag hit the dumpster i just hear a hissing weird noise and the thing jumped at me oh man I, I, I took off. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> was it in the dumpster? Or was that yeah, it was in the dumpster. And I, it, it came it, out of the dumpster? It was angry. It came out of the dumpster? 
This was during the day too. I don't think I've ever seen a raccoon during the day. It didn't get. Uh-huh. It didn't come out. It didn't come out, but it definitely yeah. jumped. Like you woke him up. Yeah, something. Yeah, he was it's, super bummed. Yeah, raccoons are nasty. There's there's some big fucking raccoons wandering around PB man. Really? Oh yeah. They, they got a, they got a waddle to them, dude. Just because fucking you know trash cans so are really easy to get into out here. Oh yeah. yeah. All those apartment buildings, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. So all right, uh, uh, Trevor, we'll let you do the honors today. You got first pick. Ooh, Jimmy G. Number one, Jimmy G. He is the best backup in the league, isn't he? Yes. Now, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's there's two I think with a whole bunch of potential, but we don't know yet. So that's why Jimmy G's got to be one. I mean, he's Jimmy. better. He's better than at least fifteen starters. I mean, I I think he's but he's better than I don't know about at least fifteen. I think he's definitely better than a handful of them for sure. I do no, I think. think um, I think you'd rather. I think. Like the Niners would rather have Jimmy than at least fifteen, if not tw- like seventeen or eighteen. The Niners okay. might consider him like a top fifteen quarterback. Um, Doug, we'll let you. You're you're up now. Um, I guess I'll take the bridge quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, in Miami. Oh yeah. Um, he's had a pretty stellar career. That's a good backup quarterback. Um, I'm I'm taking I'm, I'm taking Andy Dalton. Ooh, the racket. Red racket. I think that was certainly the case last year. Right? Or when did he was that two years ago he signed with Dallas? Uh, he's on the yeah, Saints. Two years ago, two years ago was with Dallas. Yeah, because if the if the Niners had him, the Niners would have gone to the playoffs. But uh, we had fucking Nick Mullins and and uh, fucking right. CJ Beathard. Um, and then and then on my wraparound, I'm gonna go uh, with uh, Gardner. Damn it, that was my pick. Gotta love the shoe. Mid shoe. Doug, you're up. So right now, Jimmy, Teddy, Andy. And Gardner. Um, you, you know, I'll go with Tyler Huntley. That guy impressed me last year. That was going to be if if it wasn't Gardner, it was going to be him. I really liked him. Yeah, he looked really good. So, Tyler Huntley, Rat Bird. <laughs> Doug, uh, yeah, Trevor, you're up. I'm going to go with uh, Malik Willis. Ooh. A little bit, the little bit of tape we saw, man. He's feels good. An, an exotic pick. Yeah, hot take. Because I, because I really think Kenny Pickett's probably here, but I don't know. Hot take. Like uh, I mean, dude, he had a. I mean, he had definitely flashed this preseason with some of his runs and that like sidearm, almost yeah. underarm throw he had with that linebacker right in his face. Yeah, the Mahomes-esque throw. Like he's if if he actually sits this year, 
he's he's gonna be very good. I bet they'll have a package for him. Yeah, probably. He'll, yeah, yeah, he'll get some. He'll get some snaps. I've got a package for him. Wait, what? Hey, but you know, because they're. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna come out swinging, and I. They're probably gonna bench. Uh, what's his face, and, and put him in, which I think is a mistake. I think they just need to. I think he needs to sit. Yeah, I mean they have Tannehill, so. Right. I mean, and he, same thing with with Pickett too. Like these guys need to sit. I just don't. I don't think there's anything. I I, under, I I get sitting Malik Willis. I'm not sure I get sitting Kenny Pickett. I mean, if if uh, if Mitch does well, there's no reason to start him. And I and I think they're just going to make that mistake. Mitch is going to do really well, and he's going to have one bad game, and then they're going to start Pickett, and then that's just what happens. And he's probably not that ready. I mean, he's he's already 24. He's pretty close. Is yeah, I don't know how much better I mean, he's going to get. When was the last? When was the last rookie to really come in? I mean, besides, uh, uh, I mean, Mac you know, just had a solid Joe season cool. last year. Who are we Who? talking about? Joe Burrow, uh, the last yeah, besides, rookie quarterback to come in. Yeah, that like the really was just stellar, other than Burrow. Uh, if I even try and come up with one, I'm going to forget like three people and. Yeah, and then kick myself. But like, yeah, I mean, being a rookie quarterback's fucking hard. It's so so uh, hot. more than not, more than not, they're these these really good quarterbacks are started prematurely, and they kind of get ruined. I th- but I think part of it is when you're drafted high, you go to a shit organization that um, doesn't know fucking doesn't have a fucking clue on how to fucking groom a quarterback. No, Whether they don't. Starting and, or not, and the fans bad organizations make bad decisions that which yeah. leads to fucking shitty employees. Like that, I think that's the 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 biggest issue there. Like, which is what because you know we haven't talked about the Niners yet. Um, <laughs> which is, I mean, like no quarterback had ever been drafted in the top five by a team that had been in the Super Bowl in the last two years, like until Trey Lance. Like that, it was just it's unheard of for a quarterback to go that high with a team that had been in the Super Bowl that recently. Um, and that sucks for those quarterbacks that, you know, it sucks for the fucking Trevor Lawrence's and it sucks for the Zach Wilson's and Justin Fields. I mean, those are three right. terrible fucking organizations. And, and good players. Yeah. Guys that, yeah. you know, guys, all that just, those guys should have sat all of them. I mean, I don't think sitting changes the the rest of the organization. Like, it doesn't change anything for the rest of the organization. Like, the, those organizations, like, they just are – they're in the position they're in because they keep making stupid fucking decisions. And, you know, I think that's why Mac Jones looked fine last year. Good. Um, we'll see how Matt Patricia's his play caller works out for him this year. But, Jesus. you know – the, then you've got, you know, and then Trey Lance is going to one of the better organizations in, in football. So it's like, that's the difference is like one guy got <laughs> one guy got fucking uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, another guy got Robert Sala. Another guy got Kyle Shanahan. Like, and the difference is going to be the guy that got Kyle Shanahan's probably going to be end up with the longer career. That's just how it's probably going to work out. 
Time and place. Like an extra two minutes of taint for you right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time and place. All right. Um, uh, Trevor, you're up. Malik. After So Jimmy, Teddy, Andy, Gardner, Huntley, Malik. And now Trevor's third round pick. Okay, so Kenny. Oh, we're going going heavy I'm on going, the rookies. I'm going, I'm going with the rooks. There's definitely some, there's some there's some good some good guys left for sure. Yeah, he had a nice preseason. Is it, it's me? Yeah. It's, uh, it's I'll I'll go I'll go Heineke. God, I was just I mean that guy yeah. he stepped up in those playoff games. I like Heineke. I'll take him. Um I'm I'm not taking Jordan Love. I'm not. Not at all. I think any of us are. I'm gonna take uh fuck. Case Keenum. No, I was gonna yeah, Keenum's I think Keenum's good. Solid bet. Mostly because he looks identical to my brother. <laughs> Case Keenum looks more like my brother than I look like Joe Flacco. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's not Case Keenum. Let's get him on. Creepy. Um, and I'm gonna go with. You know what? I don't. I don't know why. I don't understand why Nick. So I'm, I'm looking at the CBS list, and Nick Foles is ranked three. I don't know why. Like, is it the is it the Super Bowl MVP? That the, the carries some weight. Is in the hardware. Is in the 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 trophy collection there. Um, I'll go with the. Then again, the alternative is to Rod Taylor or Colt McCoy. Who's hurt? Uh, done. I, I will go with, I will go with large member Nick. Dougie, you're up. Ooh, this is where it gets one. interesting. This is where it gets so interesting. These fourth round picks uh, is where you make your team. Yeah, I think ultimately. We could end up saying the best rookie quarterback in this draft is Desmond Ritter. I'm taking. Yeah, yeah I was going to go there if you didn't. Um, like, yeah, I think he could be really good. I'll take yeah. Ritter. I mean, Ritter. That's what Atlanta thinks that way too. All nope. right, Trevor. These are your last two picks. I'm going Jacoby. Yeah, I Jacoby. wanted Jacoby, but. I thought he did pretty well with the Colts there for a little bit until he got hurt. He's a good backup for sure. Stop when he took over for luck. I mean, I think the, the odds were against him. I think he did pretty well. All right. You got one more. Me? Yep. Oof. Seth? Seth? Oh, Seth? wow. Colt. Seth? Did- Colt. Colt McCoy? Oh, McCoy. Serious? Serious? D- Dougie, you're up. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not what Oh, wait. <laughs> that wasn't a pick? No. That I just saw his name. You gotta, be, you gotta be clear whether you're sending in a selection or not. Like, that was that was come, basically come a pick I didn't there. say fi- I didn't say final answer. That was... Uh... 
Goodell weigh in on that one? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with my boy, Nick Mullins. <laughs> Jesus, I'm picking Nick Mullins. There okay. are there are still Niners fans that are like, he's better than Jimmy. Shut the fuck up. He's good. He's fine. <laughs> he's all right. Yeah, like. Like um, I, I feel like he's closer to a third string quarterback than a second string. Yeah. You know what? I'm uh, I'm gonna go with Brandon Allen. Oh wait, no, it's Doug's turn. Fuck. I'm gonna go with Brandon Fuck. Allen. Fuck. <laughs> 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 um, I'm not gonna go with Brandon Allen. Sorry. Um. <laughs> but if you're not, then I'm going to go with Joe Flacco. <laughs> Joe Flacco. I mean, he, I, really, I, really, he's, he looked pretty bad last week. Joe, <laughs> Joe is Joe is. Washed. It's an it's an honorary pick. Joe uh, is fucking washed. If, um, if, uh, he, all this talk about him in training camp is he really well. I don't know. I don't know what guy they're talking about. I almost went with Jordan Love, actually. To be honest, he didn't look awful, right? I mean, so. the three, the, through three picks against the Niners, one and a half were his fault. I, I, I'm not talking about this season. I'm talking about uh, this year training camp and preseason games. Jordan Love? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he threw three picks against the Niners in the first half of the first preseason game. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Well, I, like uh, I said, one and a half were his fault. Like, one was a drop, but it wasn't a great throw. The other one, he threw it right to the guy, and then the other one... Um, well, I guess I saw... Was maybe the second? Was the second? He, I, well, I mean, he had he had enough decent throws in that game where I was I was making the joke that the Packers would have won the Super Bowl if they'd had him playing last year. So, um, okay, cool. So uh, the draft recap is uh, Trevor ended Who, up with. I took Brandon. So, oh yeah. Uh, Trevor got Jimmy, Malik, Kenny, Jacoby, and Mullins. Doug got. Teddy Bridgewater, Huntley, Heineke, Ritter, and Yo Flacco. And uh, Nacho got Andy Dalton, Gardner Minshew, Case Keenum, Nick Mo- No, not Big Nick, Big Dick Nick, and uh, Brandon Allen. There's our backup quarterback, Joe. Okay. I'm, I'm just thrilled we didn't go all the way to 32. Yeah. That would, yeah. That would have been unnecessary. Yeah, we're, we're good. We, that was perfect. Just we we got just enough into the awkward phase of the of the draft where it was like these are basically coin flips for how garbage everybody is. Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor should have gone higher. I probably should have taken Tyrod Taylor with my last pick in the draft. Yes, um, yeah, me too. That was an. But he's hurt. But he's out. What do you mean he's out? He got hurt. He got carted off. He's done. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I think he blew out his leg. Oh, fuck. That sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why. I mean, I would have picked him too, but. So, film review. I am. I'm at. I'm up to the Ozymandias episode of Breaking Bad. So, I've got like this plus two more episodes after. The which one? Ozymandias. Which one's that? The last gun, season, the, the gunfight had just the gunfight at the end had just started. Um, when the last episode ended, so we're probably picking up in the in the gunfight between the the good guys and the bad guys. 
there at the end. I am going. I okay. So, and I'm just wrapping this back into the fucking Better Call Saul thing. I still think Better Call Saul is the better show, top to bottom. But Breaking Bad has the best final season of any show ever. This final season has been like it's a good season. It's 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 fucking it's 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 an all time season. It is fucking unreal. So um, good. So good. So respect to Breaking Bad. I still think Better Call Saul is a better show overall. Um and was and was had better story and better actors and all that other fun shit. Um but this last season has been basically just fucking nonstop fucking it's been sick again. So first time I've done a breaking bad rewatch too. Like I rewatched the Sopranos like twice a year. Um first time I've ever done a breaking bad rewatch. Just because I, th- I think I remember just kind of being anxious about it all the time. But watching the second time, you don't have as much anxiety. Yeah. And I just realized so I was I was looking at because I follow Ryan Reynolds because I throw I follow all the hot bitches. Um, and <laughs> somebody had uh, uh, somebody had tagged him and and he reposted to a story that you can watch the the Wrexham documentary show that they're doing yeah soccer thing you can watch it on fx and i didn't realize you could watch it on fx i thought it was just on hulu so i've got that fucking cued the fuck up i'm gonna i've heard it's, i heard it's good yeah i cannot fucking wait just fucking a bunch of fucking drunk englishmen probably singing a bunch of fucking soccer songs and shit and just like a couple of fucking guys going in and revitalizing a city and a team it's like i need I need that kind of money. I need buying a fifth tier English soccer team money. That's, <laughs> that's the fucking bucket list right there. Should be like a funnier version of Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I well, can't wait for this fucking thing. Yeah, like real life version of Ted Lasso. Right. And they even talk about Wrexham and Ted Lasso. Um, oh, do they? Yeah, they make a joke about it in the <clears throat> most recent season, I think. Anyway, that so that's bad I'm, or something? I'm I'm finishing up Breaking Bad. We're 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 working our way through for all mankind. Um, so good. And we're in the final. So we're in the current season of for all mankind. But I'm really looking forward to the fucking Wrexham thing. And I've watched Top Gun twice at home since it came out. Yeah, I just I just bought it. I was, that was going to be my. Plan. It's so good. I cried again. It's so good. <laughs> I like this is now my seventh time watching the movie. Um, I'm starting to like kind of grab my cell phone during the fucking parts where I know I can grab my cell phone, but I'm fucking locked in. You know, when... I picked up on 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 something that that was annoying. Uh, Couldn't be Tom in Top Cruise, Gun. But Tom, what other Tom, movie Tom... are you watching besides Top Gun? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the fact that they're in California and they're never wearing a helmet on their motorcycle. On yeah, his it's, motorcycle. It's, it's, it's Tom Cruise. He's never, I mean, I, yeah. I get it. I get it. I know, we got to know, know it's that. him. Right. I get it. But that is a, if that's he's a, wearing that's a, a helmet, hard no. He might be like, he'd look, Tom Cruise would look really weird in like a face mask. Like on that bike, you'd look really weird in a face maskless helmet, like the Harley helmets. 
that would look but really also good. if yeah. you've got the face mask thing on then you can't tell it's tom cruise and like but i mean like yeah they are risking jennifer connelly's life right her too right they're yeah, they risking don't... jennifer connelly's fucking entire fucking career and life just for a fucking so there's so there's a so there's one there's two there's two times where it's like you know what maybe he's he's either on base or he's in arizona in arizona there's no humble laws and if he's on base i don't know but maybe they're not he can do whatever the fuck he wants on base it's not they're not really strict about it but the two the two the two fail points in the movie exist at the same time and that is the same house that was in the first one, and they pull up on the bike. Jennifer Connelly's on the back. It's not the and same house, though. It's not the same house. Right. They're not trying right. to make it the same house. I thought you, somebody said it was the same house. you want it to be the same house? No, I thought somebody said it was the same house. I was like, I don't think it's the same house. And so no, and one the of you was like, it's the same house. <laughs> I, I, I've, it's a similar like house. It. It's a it's a beachfront <clears throat> craftsman. Sure. Look it up. It's, Look I it mean, up. Cause, no, because the house that... The house from the first one is like a fucking. It's a, uh, it's a restaurant. restaurant now or some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's definitely not the same house. Because right, so this one, this other one, so, the new one's two so stories. The only the only weak point in the movie is they're breaking, uh, traffic laws. Um, my wife maintains that uh, we needed some mention of Charlie, the love interest from the first movie to we needed some interest there and i'm like do you i'm like why he's a fucking 60 year old fighter pilot that's never been married do you know how much fucking strange pussy he's been through over the last 30 years do we need a line about every single one no well and they did a callback to when he's not with her no no but when he's walking it's the same thing that that charlie does right there's an embarrassing moment at the bar the night before Right, and then they introduce the, the him and he walks wants, in, and they the wife wants dialogue about her like, name, that like oh, and then you know, like something between him and Jennifer Connelly where she's yeah. like oh, and then you're with out. that instructor, and he's like oh, Washed that, out, just that like didn't Charlie. work out. Like yeah. she just wanted something like that, and I'm like no, we don't need this at all. No, like because once once Jennifer Connelly opens up Pandora's box and starts going like. Well, what about this chick you fucked? And what about this chick you fucked? And what about this chick you fucked? I mean, this is Tom, this is Navy fighter pilot Tom Cruise. Yeah, I mean, she's not. She understands who he is, right? And she's already caught whatever he has, right? Same, same with her, right? Yeah, I mean, like forty plus yeah. year old bar owner, bartender, single mom, right? Like, yeah, same thing. Well, I mean, she was married, like you know, she was she sure. Was, the, the the husband ran off with his fucking younger, newer, younger wife to Hawaii. Well, or I don't, I don't, I don't know if they ever said husband. I think no, because uh, oh, because he says, "Where's your dad?" Yeah, he goes, "How's your dad?" And she said, "With his wife." So, yeah, I guess they, they don't say that. They don't say that Penny married him. I guess you're right. She got knocked anyway. up. Anyways, that's uh, that won't let me Doug. You, you've been watching anything? Uh, <clears throat> I just rewatched Game of Thrones for the first time since that ended. Oh, and, have, have you watched? Did you watch House of Dragons? Uh, yep, and I just watched the first uh, two episodes of House of Dragons. What do you think? 
Uh, it's good. It's Game of Thrones, you know. It's a little light. It's a little Game of it's Thrones light. light. It's uh, light. It's light in the pants a little bit. Uh, yeah. So we'll see if it's got to get. It's got to get way, way crazier. Yeah, like something gnarly's got to happen. But Game of Thrones, dude, the first five and a half seasons of Game of Thrones is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking, fucking awesome. good. Yeah, it's, it's so like, awesome. The I best think shit it, I think I've ever peaked. seen. I think it peaked. Battle of the Bastards. I think it peaked. Yeah. That was I, I can't remember the last time I was so emotionally involved in a fucking episode of a television show. That when that oh, when that came when out. he gets stacked up in all the bodies, that's so claustrophobic. I hate watching that scene. Right, it's such a gnarly scene. I wonder at what point I will run out of fucking TV shows to watch before I fucking turn on Game of Thrones. Dude, you know, you see, you always see this post. I saw it floating around there. It happened. It happened every time, like everybody got really jazzed about it. And it's like, the respect to people who like never faltered and, and never watched one single episode of Game of Thrones. It's like, you have to hate that bad of something that everybody enjoys so much that you're just I'm like, not fucking, I'm not fucking hating. And All I said was, it. it's, it's going to be stamping. Everybody's stamping. Like, it's I'm, one of the greatest shows ever. I'm, it probably is. I, I'm wondering, like, like I've, I've just got, I've got no urge to watch it. There's nothing I'm I'm barely curious about it. That's yeah, it's all. like you draw you draw the line at like rock and roll music. I'm and, not and I'm, fantasy, I'm not fantasy I'm television. not sitting here watching it. <laughs> I'm not sitting here watching it and going like this is trash. I'm just saying like it's not for me. I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. Probably. Dude, I had to watch the first season twice before I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. There it's just it's huge. It's it's a lot to take on. So many people, so many places. It's, yeah, that first hard. season. That first season's a doozy. There's so many people with Y's in their name. I thought it was first like, episode. The first Utah. episode goes. What the fuck? The first episode gets you. Yeah, where you're like, Holy I, so shit. you know, I watched the first episode, and the, the first episode was what lost me. I forget okay. what it was, but maybe fucking the dragon egg thing. And I was just killing like, off of a main character. The killing off of a main character in episode one. Whatever it was, the I think it was the dragon egg. I'm like, ah, if we're gonna be doing dragon eggs. I'm I'm solid, bro. It's so good. It's fantasy. I'm I'm, I'm right. I get that. And those. And are you don't like Lord of the Rings either, right? Never fucking watched. I've watched more Game of Thrones than I have Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah, so I haven't I, watched this... a second of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, you're just you're just you're ruling out a a very hyped genre of film, but you so like it's Star like Trek, the. Right? Like fan, like you like you like sci-fi, but you don't like fantasy, right? Is that what it is? But you yeah, like it, fucking it, it, Star Wars. I like it. Took me. I I didn't watch Star Wars until I was an adult. Star Wars is, I mean, Oof. I mean, super whack compared yeah. to those two. Star Wars on Laserdisc, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that. That's what you know. What if if, this, uh, if I'm going to be like you? I think Star. I think Star Wars is kind of whack. Like I'm not that into Star Wars. Like I'll. I'm not. Uh, see, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. not I don't. I'm, I'm not excited shows. enough about Star Wars to defend Star Wars either. Star Wars is awesome. Fuck you both. I like. <laughs> I, I've. I've. I've watched it. I've done the rewatch. I fucking. I've even watched the fucking Clone Wars thing, the TV yeah, show, because like, it was just like. It's, I understand. It's great to have on something. in the background because it's fucking animated and there's not going to be any fucking tits or cursing, so I can just have it on around the fucking kids. It's fucking. Yeah, crazy. I mean. Okay, so watch Game of Thrones then, dude, because there's tons of tits. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
that show is chock full. I, I'm not sure movies. you understood my intent of having the fucking Clone Wars thing on the animated Clone Wars <laughs> thing on because when I said it doesn't have any tits or fucking cursing in it, um, I think I think I think I wasn't relaying the point clearly enough that I can't no, just I play it. Game of Thrones in the living room. Well, I mean, you know, at four o'clock, you can when you're watching things that the kids can't watch. They don't know. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Helen would get some ideas from that show. I'll tell you Fuck, that, man. Yeah, talk um, about you talk, you talk about some characters he might identify with. You should probably keep his ass away from Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's yeah. The sure. uh, he made he made his TikTok debut today. <clears throat> well, is that the first time? Yeah, we're doing a little guess the logos thing because he always like we're we're watching <clears throat> the the during the NBA finals, he goes. It's the bridges versus the four leaf clovers, and I'm like, okay, maybe there's some content here. <laughs> um, the uh, so anyway, I'm turning I'm turning the six year old into content. Um, but he's he's like begging me to fucking do TikToks, and I'm like, yeah, bro, no. He's like, I want to do like dances and stuff. I'm like, yeah, no, we're gonna Ooh. do fucking football stuff. Yeah, listen, Football. Jackson. Calm down over there, um, young Jackson. The uh, uh, anyway, so I guess three favorite people this week: uh, people who download the podcast, uh, Frank Gore. Uh, we haven't talked about him in a while. Frank Gore, one of my three favorite people. Any updates and, from on Frank? Yeah, no, any, no, and that's why he's back on the podium. Everything's quiet. Okay. We're good. Um, okay. We're just gonna act like nothing happened. Um, and. Uh, so, this this um the six year old is is making the podium. There's a couple of reasons. One, um, I got him. There's a, a a golf shirt brand that I just found out was on Shark Tank, but they make like the wild fucking wacky golf shirts that are cooler than your <clears throat> average golf shirt kind of thing. Um, and I got one for the six year old, and he liked it so much that he wore it for his first day of school today. Oh, so, okay. As I say, those are, he was quite loud today. That, that was, it's a golf shirt he's wearing. Cause it's like, he, he needed a golf shirt so that we can go golfing together. And he liked it so much that, um, that, uh, he wore, he wore it to school today. Yeah. Um, and the backpack tandem with that. That was, Oh dude, fun. he's, he's, he's all fucking like, it used to be, he used to be just decked out head to toe in red, which is just fucking only psychopaths and fucking Suge Knight which is kind of the Venn diagram overlaps there a ton. Uh, we're all red all the time. And like, he was like, he was like fully in it to the point where like we were driving down the street. Cause I was, I was making the point to the wife. I'm like, listen, you can't, you gotta stop putting these kids in all red. They look like fucking psychopaths. And then we're, we're driving down the street and there's some guy talking to a telephone pole and what's he wearing all fucking red. And I'm like, this is the shit I'm talking about. <laughs> so um so he's he's wearing the golf shirt uh on sunday we took him to the the boat pond which has like a quarter mile half mile bike path around it and it's the second time on the bike and um he and i did two laps around and he was doing great kept you know finding his balance and stuff and and was doing a great job and then uh 
the wife and I switched and I rode the bike with the big kid and she watched the um she watched the six year old and me and the big kid get to the other side of the boat pond. I look over and he's on the ground. Um, he's falling off his bike. And now she's taking a picture of his face. And he's got a loose tooth. Um, like a really fucking loose tooth. And so I, I call her. I'm like, hey, is he okay? Because we just went through this huge fucking oral surgery thing with the big kid. And I'm like, is he okay? Um, and did he lose his tooth? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, how did he lose his tooth? And she goes, I'll tell you later. And I'm like, okay. She probably doesn't want to upset him because he's upset about it. And if she starts talking about it in front of him. Anyways. So Kellen rides his bike all the way around and uh, catches up to me. And I'm like, hey, what? Uh, how'd you lose your tooth? And uh, he's, I'm like, did it fall out when, when you fell? He goes, no. Um, mommy tried to catch me and punched it out. <laughs> So the wife's not making the podium this week for punching, punching my six-year-old. Knocking a tooth out. Knocking a tooth out. So the six-year-old. So uh, golf shirt, learned to ride a bike, lost his fucking one of his uh, top two teeth. Uh, That's that's a fucking pretty epic two days. So he made he made the podium this week. Podium. Um. Uh. The the one other thing. So the. You know, the wife and I spend most of our time talking to each other through apps, either DMing each other TikTok videos or Instagram fucking memes and um, and not talking about really anything else. So we got one of those couples apps that are basically it's like couples therapy for but like it's all over apps and we've got prompts and all this other stuff. And uh, um, it's got all Wait, its covers. It's a, it's a couples therapy app, basically. It's got a bunch of topics for the prompt conversation between couples and all this other stuff. Everything's fine. We're not getting fucking, like, divorced or anything. But, you know, it's just fucking coming up on 10 years and fucking make sure we're on Connecting. the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it's prompting you to have discussions? It's it's like, it's giving you topics. Have It's like, you know, there's like, you know, uh, finances and, uh, um, you know, how you, how you fight and how you argue and... Um, you know, it's just so kind of taking your temperature on all this stuff, and then it shows so it's you a what catalyst. Like, it's a catalyst for arguing. It's a That's catalyst. Cool. It's a catalyst for arguing for sure. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But um, I beat the game already. Implications. <laughs> um, I went through and answered all the sex questions. Um, and uh, my wife's off fucking doing side missions right now. Um barely having like i'm getting like i've gotten like two of the sex questions answered answered back and she's off like dealing with fucking like like how do you guys use perspective in your relationship and shit like that i'm like i don't and and what do your co-workers think of you i'm like i don't i don't want to talk about this stuff talk about the sex stuff <laughs> i beat the like i said i beat the game already answered every sex question they've got and i'm like sitting there just like fucking opening the app going like she answered them she answered them that she answered them um Anyway, so that's the that, that's got to be like if when when the app people are looking at, you know, what they can pull the stats they pull. That's got to be all the usage the, stuff. Yeah, the men is the the, the first one they do is the sex. Yeah, I don't, it's yeah. like I beat like I said, I beat the game. I'm, I'm already done. I'm done. I've gotten. I'm I'm done with everything in the app that I could possibly need, unless she wants to talk about something. <laughs> 
if she wants to fucking talk about something, she'll go into yeah. a different part of the app. She'll prompt a question, and then we'll fucking yeah. we'll 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 let's talk about finances, right. sex, parenting well. style, and political and politics. Right. Yeah. So let's do that in a uh, in a in a therapy app. That's fucking brilliant. It's. I mean, you know, it's uh, for two people who don't spend any fucking time together. It's very convenient. So, um, anyways, that's where we're at. We uh, we did not get any questions. Uh, sorry, we got two questions in Instagram. Do you have any will to live, Mister Joe Flacco? Yeah, uh, of course, sure. I think I'm fine. Um, and am I planning to go to any 49ers games this year? I told you guys I'm not talking about the Niners anymore. But the answer is maybe. <clears throat> I might go. Up to, I might go up to the Bay for for one game. I got a buddy that's up there that owes me around to golf. So. I might go up there to fucking play golf and watch the Niners one week. I'll be at two out of the first three Browns games. That's nice. fucking. When was the last time that happened, Dougie? <clears throat> Fuck, I don't even know, bro. Long time. Oh nine. <laughs> what are yeah. you like? Four or five hours away. Uh, I'm well, the first the, game's in Carolina. First game's in Charlotte. Two hour. Two and a half hour drive. Right, but from from second game uh, drive home is eight hours. Is it eight? Okay. Drive to Cleveland would probably be nine hours. It's a quick flight. Yeah. No. Hour, hour and a half. Is there a lot of is there a lot of Charlotte to or rally to? Uh, I guess rally to Cleveland would be a Raleigh Durham is an international airport. Um, it's a pretty good hub. Um, but I don't know. I'm just gonna drive. It's the East there Coast, man. We just drive. <laughs> See the country. Yeah, yeah. Nah. I, mean, I remember that. I remember that. Just driving everywhere, flying. No, I'm gonna drive. I'm gonna drive. Nah. Like it's, once you hit like that ten hour, you're like, maybe I'll fly. Yeah, eight hours, no problem. No you basically drive anywhere except for Florida from New York. Yeah. Florida, and it's... Florida, Florida requires a flight. Everything else is a drive. Plus, I'm like going home, so. Gotta have my car. You got places to go. It's true. People to see. People to see. So yeah. So looking like uh Panthers game and then Thursday night football week three against the Steelers in Cleveland. Nice. Beautiful. That's a good game. Beautiful. I'll be there. Are they gonna wear um, all, all fucking orange. Should. Hey, Trev, I gotta I gotta apologize, man. Um my computer's about to die. So I don't think we, I don't, I don't want to cut off hockey corner this week is what I'm saying. Well, I was going oh, to do, do a special Yankees corner, but that's okay. Oh, fuck. Thank God. Things work out. Things work <laughs> out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I thought I was having, this is a great week so far. Well, it's, it's better because I'm, I'm, I got tickets. To I'd like to replace night. my six year old on the podium with my laptop charger being upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have plenty of content uh, next week because I'm going to tomorrow's game and Wednesday's game. Something, nice. something, something, fucking Angels fans. You, basically, yes. Uh huh. Yep. All right, boys. Enjoy yourself. Appreciate you guys. All right. Later. Later. Later.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.